Welcome to the Scale and Exit Show, where you know every week, I'm talking every week, I'm bringing amazing guests. And today, today is no different. Sean, man, thank you for coming on. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Okay, guys, if you don't have this book, How to Make Shit Happen, freaking love it. So I've read the book, I've done the audio, um, just to kind of level set everybody with who you are if they don't know who you are. Um, flip, what, 4,000 something houses, been a multimillionaire, been broke, been bankrupt, have had over 600 million followers, views on social, um, has the, uh, the lion's den, uh, you know, be a, uh, be a lion, not a sheep. I mean, doing coaching, you're doing a multitude of things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, we, uh, the book has been phenomenal, how to make shit happen. Um, you know, I own Lions Not Sheep, and we have a, a bunch of different uh, aspects of that. We have clothing, we have uh, coaching, we have live events, uh, do a lot of different things. I work with executives, um, high-level you know, coaching. I was really successful at a young age. Um, I grew up in a single-parent home. I mean, 60-second Reader's Digest version. I was a little hustler. I was always wheeling and dealing. Um, became a self-made multimillionaire by the time I was 25. Uh, in real estate, mortgages, yep. and, and uh, had what you were supposed to have to be successful, had multiple houses, had the wife, had the, the kids, the cars, the sports car, the Rolexes, the private jets. Um, and when I turned 30, I was like, is this it, right? I mean, the market hit me in the dick pretty hard in 2008. Um, but it just like one of those coming to Jesus moments, like, I have all the shit I'm supposed to have. Like I'm successful. I'm in the newspapers and the magazines. Why do I hate my life? And I decided to burn everything to the ground, um, which ultimately be, became one of my, one of the single greatest lessons that I've ever learned, if not the single greatest lesson I ever learned, had to happen for me to be where I am today. Um, through a really funky period of time, you know, put my head on my own ass for, call it two years, trying to figure out why the hell I was even here. Not like, how do I make money, whatever, whatever. I've been successful. It wasn't that. It was like, why the fuck am I even here? Mm. Like, on earth. Like, why am I, what is my purpose in this, in this deal? And I uh, went through a really dark period of time, almost killed myself. Uh, yeah. Killing myself. And uh, I, I'm, not, I'm never going to forget how you worded that too in the book. It was uh, a nine millimeter yeah. in the taste of gunpowder and oil. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it was dark, man. I, 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 uh, I walked away from a 10 year marriage. I walked away from a $25 million a year. Company. I went from zero to 171 employees, we were making, you know, $25 million a year. And I literally walked away. I left. Mm. I didn't take money, stock, houses. We had assets. We had the whole deal. I, I don't know what a midlife crisis is, but if Sounds you look like at what it. I mean, it's pretty much a midlife fucking crisis. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because a lot of people are like, oh, dude, well, you had the money, you had the success, you had everything. Like, what was it? And it was that, you know, that real understanding of like what I teach now with Lions Not Sheep. Like, why, like, what do you really it's like the number one yeah. question that I ask people. Um, and at the time, I wasn't happy. And I went through a really dark period. And one night, it's just, I dragged myself to oblivion and put a gun in my mouth. And I mm. had that, that battle, right? It's cartoons of like the devil and the angel. And they're like talking to you. And I was rationalizing the entire night of, of why I should kill myself and then why I should stay. And it's not a woe is me, feel no. sorry for me reality. Oh, I mean, shit. I don't give a fuck if people feel sorry for me or whatever. I had to go to that space in order to understand like what the other side is. And uh, it was the it was one of the greatest things that ever could happen to me, and and I've shared that publicly now um, in this crazy funky medium called social media, and it just exploded. I mean, I, I had hundred followers, like the average asshole watching fat kids fall off skateboards, you know, on social media, just dicking around with it, to sharing, you know, my dark one day yeah. and it went viral, and and it had tens of millions of, of of engagements and likes and comments, and I went from a few hundred friends if you will who were just more along the lines being entertained by my shit show of my right. downward spiral to having 30 40,000 followers in a matter of weeks wow. and all of these people kind of coming and going oh my god you figured this whole thing out and I'm like whoa pump the brakes son like my name is not Dr. Motherfucking Phil like don't come yeah. at me like, trying to save marriage I'm like I just told you how I fucked it up and like what I'm doing now and people are like right. oh it's amazing and, uh, you know, it was, it was, it's been a really insane journey over the last, uh, three and a half, four years in sharing my story and, and have, uh, almost a billion views of my videos and, Crazy. and hundreds of thousands of followers. And I wrote the book, um, you know, last year, which has gone on to be a, a number one bestseller, which has been really, really, really humbling. So they didn't even have fun. page numbers. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a funny story about we we I I, I had want everybody wants to write a book, right? Like it's just a thing you write write a book. Oh, I'm gonna write about my life. I'm gonna write about whatever. And I like was mentally masturbating over this for like two years. Like I'd start a book and I stopped. Do you want to talk about divorce? Do you want to talk about bankruptcy? Right. Do you want to talk about making millions and losing millions? Fatherhood, being a dad. And I was on the phone with a with a dear friend of mine, and and uh, I said, dude, I need to write a book. Like I'm stuck. And he said, if you could only teach one thing, if you could only share one thing with the world, what would it be? And I instantly knew what it was. And he's like, that's what you about. And I sat down. I went from like two years of just starting and stopping and starting and stopping. From the time I sat down with my laptop, and put the first words down on paper to the time that it was actually shipping, not approved, but shipping from Amazon was five weeks. Yeah, it's amazing. And so I just like, it's just this brain dump. And I, and I found an editor, went back and forth with her. And finally she cut me off. She's like, you're not changing it anymore. Like your ADHD is too far out of fucking control. Yeah, yeah. Cause then I reread it and I'm like, this sucks ass. I did scrap it and start over. She's like, no, this is good. And I'm like, no, this fucking sucks. And so finally <laughs> she cut me off and we submitted it to Amazon about two weeks after the book launched. Um, the, if you ever like want to get a real funny chuckle in the middle of the night, go to Amazon, and read the reviews of my book. They're fucking priceless. Okay. But I'm <laughs> after launch and somebody was like, you know, this was a life changing book. It was unbelievable. Did anybody else notice there weren't any page numbers? And I'm like, the fuck out of here so i like went over and i grabbed a copy out of my box i, I they were actually shipping before i ever even had a tangible copy i never got a copy the That's first awesome. of amazon were going up before i ever even like got my proof yeah so I'm through one i'm like weird and i went to this other box that i had and there's no page numbers and so i called my editor i'm like there's no page numbers in the book she's like get the fucking she looks at him and we forgot to put page numbers we literally busted it through so fast and it's kind of my thing now. I'm like, you know I what? Love it. Yeah, you, you should never put page numbers again. I will never. You, you heard it here on your show. I'm the declaration to the world that I will never put page numbers yeah. in the book. And what's funny is we've had people approach me now because we've done, like, this is on, it's, it's really no self-published books have done what I've right. done in the last year. It's like set every record. Um, it's the number six book in the world right now, which fucking blew oh, me away. Wow, dude. Top, Congratulations. Uh, wow. Is uh, Oprah Winfrey. I'm one behind Oprah Winfrey, which is unheard of. So yeah. um, we had somebody like, well, if you use a publishing company, they're going to make you do it. And I was like, fuck you then. I don't care how much money you give me. Like, I'm going to write my own fucking book and I'm not going to put any page numbers in it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. You know why this book, in my opinion, and again, I think we're, we're somewhat kindred spirits. So I wrote a whole book, Sean called scale with speed, right? Hopefully I can get some level of success that you've had. It's in all the airports. It's doing pretty well. But the premise is a speed is an acronym and start with your end game, right? Like you talk about in coaching and, and things, it's like, what the fuck do you want out of your life, right? right? And more importantly, Sean, not only what do you want, why do you want it? And when do you want it? Yeah. Right? Because how do you know what vehicle and what effort and you know, do you really want that? You know, you in, in, I believe you have resonated and you're so successful in, in motivating and inspiring people is because one, you're authentic. You just are right. I mean, it's real. The book is real. It, you have some vulnerability in there and then it's about action. There's so many books and there's so many coaches and there's so many fucking bullshit gurus and none of them talk about, listen, shit's going to be hard. You're going to have to put real work in, but you got to take action and you got to keep it easy. And that's what I love about core four. Talk a little bit yeah. if you're willing to tell I me mean, core four is brilliant, dude. I mean, I, I, yeah. I can't grasp anything unless it's simple, easy, and tangible and core four for me, I'm in. It, it's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you read books and you have three nuggets and then like a hundred pages of filler to try and like make it a big book. And I see this all the time. And uh, I learned core four from one of my coaches and, and it's been passed down from Stephen Covey to all, I mean, all of like the big names have all had like this foundational pillar kind of a deal, yeah. right? Like, like your health and your bank account and your relationship and however it's been it. And I learned it from my coach and it just, it resonated. Right. And, it, and it's, 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 it's true what you're saying because like so many people, like life is chaotic. Right. In, in the end of each of the chapters, I say, do this now. Yeah. What's action, is like, action, action. Like most people, most people, they'll, they'll go to Google, they'll consume information, will have the blueprint, but then they will go do something else. And so like, I'll give you an example. Uh, a lot of people deal with drama. 
with uh, family members, right? My, my dad was a dick, my mom was a bitch, my sister's up, 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 whatever it is, right? Like my ex, the whole thing. I went through a really, really, really nasty divorce. And, and she was mad and I was mad and I did dumb stuff, she did dumb stuff. And what, what was interesting is like, I was drowning, right? Like it, at the end of my marriage, it was like, you know, love her and all, all these therapists and counselors. I'm like, bitch, I'm drowning myself. Like, I don't even love myself. How am I supposed to do this? But what I found really interesting is, is I start one of the first challenges that I had for my coach, this ties core four into it is I want you to write your ex-wife a letter of appreciation. And I'm like, yeah, look, bro, if this chick gets hit by a fucking bus, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm happy. Like, yo, sweet kids, we're gone. That's how much disdain and anger and frustration I had. It took me three months just to write that letter. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating is like, I didn't write that letter now, like fast forward six years, I didn't write that letter for her or for us. I wrote that letter for me. And it was everything in my mind was like, mm. I'd write this letter or I'd send a positive text message because I was filled with anger. And so I was saying a lot of dumb shit, doing a lot of dumb shit, simply because I was hurting, right? I mean, hurt yeah. people do what? They hurt people. You're trying to hurt somebody, it's because you're hurting yourself. And I was hurting, I wanted to hurt her because I was hurting. <laughs> what I found is it started to change me. But for 13 months, she never said a word. Never said thank you. She never responded back. Mm. Like it was over a year. And somebody like me who's impatient and we're, we're go-getters, right? Or alphas, whatever you want to call it. That was the Lion. most difficult thing. Yeah, lions. I mean, and, and what I'm finding more and more and more is like people create these euphoric ideas of what it looks like, but they don't know how to actually get there. Like everyone wants wealth, but how are you going to create wealth? The funny thing to me is, is like with core four, it's the system every single day. I talk about eating the elephant and everybody's trying to do the one big deal or I'm as fuck. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to smash out a thousand freaking bench presses. Oh, I'm tired. And, but I'm still fat. Well, bitch, it's because you've been eating like shit for a year and you're going to have to meet that dog shit, you know, reality with an equal amount of work. And people yeah. don't want to do that. Like, whoa, wait a second. Give me the magic. Pill. give me the magic thing give me the quick and easy and the problem is is there is no quick and easy whether it's building wealth whether it's building a relationship yeah. whether it's building a fucking business i mean I, yeah. I i've been an entrepreneur for 20 plus years right it doesn't just fucking happen and how do we know this like prove this out like well, if i just had the money how many lottery winners get millions of millions of dollars to go broke yeah. it's because they haven't paid the dues they haven't gone down that path and what core four allows people to do is set these targets and these goals of what they really want. Like number one, establishing what you really want. Cause I say that to people like, what do you want? Well, I want freedom. I'm like, well, you're free to go stab a motherfucker right in the face with this pen. I could literally stab somebody in the face with this pen right now. I'm free to do that. Now there's repercussions to that. You're free to do whatever you want. So what does that really mean? Well, you know, my job is this and I'm never there and I work many hours. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's like, let's keep peeling back the onion. And then come to find out when you say like, I want freedom, really what you're saying is I fucking hate my job. Mm. And, and there's two radically different realities there because if you're trying to work for this freedom, but really what you're doing is doing it in a vehicle that you hate your job. Yeah. You got to go to the source of that and say, okay, I need to figure out a way to make money to do something different. And, mm. and this is where the book, not just the book, but what I do with lions on sheep in my coaching is I help people get really fucking clear, you know, cause if you don't have plan, you know what I mean? Like any, it's that old, that old quote, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And, and there's, this happens in money, this happens in business. And you know, this in business, one of my favorite funniest times of year is in December when everybody's like, dude, fuck 2018, man, that year sucked. 2019 is going to be my year, yo. I'm going hard. And I'm like, <laughs> Hashtag I'm everybody says that. And this, this cat last year, he puts up this picture of a Lamborghini. He's like, I'm gonna buy this in 2019. I'm like, dope, dude. Like I'm not, and then anybody's Cheerios. Like anybody wants to go out and put an honest day's work, good for you. I was like, how are you going to get it? He's like, I'm a hustle and grind like I never have. I spent three seconds on his Facebook. I scroll down and every other post is like a repost of Gary Vee, hustle, grind, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. I'm like, yo, how are you going to buy this Lambo, son? Yeah. And you want to know what his response to me was? Hustle and why grind? You, <laughs> he's like, why do you have to be a dick, bro? Uh, and here's the thing. He had no plan on how to fucking buy the Lambo. Right. He, between a dude who's going to talk shit and mentally masturbate and a dude who'll be driving Lambo is the dude who talks shit's like, I'm going to buy this bitch. And all of his friends are like, yeah, man, yeah, man. They don't have a plan either. Right. But the dude who's going to buy it is like, yo, it's 300 grand. I want to buy it in June, yeah. which means I need to make X amount of money, money per month, this much per week, much per day. And, and guess what happens in June? Homeboy's got the Lambo because all he's think, thinking about every day 
is that small amount that he needs to make every single day. It's the same thing with your body. I love that. Same thing with relationships. This is what core four is. If you want to get in shape, don't go fucking purge for one weekend at the gym. Yeah. Like, take small actions every fucking day and be ruthlessly yeah. committed to that small shit. And guess what happens in a month or two or three? Big fucking results. You make yeah, a little bit of money every day. Guess what happens in six months? You now have 300 Gs to go buy the Lambo. You start, you start like you, you invest in your relationships, little teeny things every single day. Yeah. Guess what happens? You have a relationship. Yeah, I, I love it. In, in, in your book, you talk about, and I'm going to share a concept I do that's similar. You talk about, um, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's something extent of, you know, you should be uh, generating and, and, and invoicing and collecting money every day, right? And so I've got a concept, Sean, and I've actually created it. It's like a, this is like a fucking journal. I, I call it a money sheet, okay? And so the money sheet is literally, it's the six to eight things you're going to do that day. They're going to get you closer to that monthly goal, which that monthly goal is then tied to the annual goal. And you can't quit the fucking day until all those things are done. And in your example, that's how you get the Lambo. Right. It's, it's, it's biting the elephant at one small bite every single day, eight times a day. And you get up the next morning and you're, you're biting it and you're biting it and you're biting it. And, and the problem I find, and you know, I, you know, I'm assuming you share the same sentiment that I do is social is flooded with bullshit right now. I mean, it's guru this and it's, you know, uh, uh, take my course. And in 24 hours, you'll have a Lamborghini right? Like I'm on a private jet. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So I've got two things. One, I want to see if you believe with me that that's bullshit. And then two, you know, you and I uh, have material things, right? And you talk about in your book, like, hey, yo, like material things are great, but I'm going to put my family in experiences and how I spend my time above that. Because I can promise you, Driving a Lambo, it's cool, but it gets you to point A to point B, right? How do you want to spend your time? You agree, Sean? 100%. And here's how I know this. I know this from experience because I did, you couldn't pay me enough to, to, to live the life of, of, you know, some of these dudes that work 20 hours a day. Here's why. I did it. Yeah. Amen. I, I worked 20 hours a day, bro. I was, we were literally doing a million dollars a week in sales for a period of time. Like that, my deal, I built that from nothing, from the ground up. I was grinding, hustling. I'd take my family to Disneyland and then we'd be in line for fucking small world. And I'm on my Blackberry. I'm dating people with my Blackberry shit. But like, I was never there. Like I was always like hustle, grind, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. I got to get to this place in this pool. And then, you know, you get to this place where you got, you got cash in the bank, you got assets, you got things, you got whatever. And it's like, I was never there. I was never present. Right. And, 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 the, and that's what ended up driving me nuts. And there's some people that just don't give a shit. There's some yeah. people that will go their entire life, but here's, here's something to really think about because I agree with you a thousand percent right now. I could make a lot more money than I do right now, but here's the thing. My entire focus in 2019 is my lifestyle. Right. Like I'm going to race Baja 500 with my 12 year old son, 13 year old awesome. son. I'm gonna race the Baja 1000 this fall with my, with, I mean, we just got done racing San Felipe. Yeah. He's we the co-driver, right? Like in, a, in my race truck with my son, like so far I've raced more races this year than most people have in their entire fucking life. Well, yeah. they can't cause they got it. Mean, I got my whole focus was lifestyle. <laughs> right. You know? and, and, and what I think most people won't do is they, they don't understand that racket. They don't understand that game and, and that, you can build whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? But like, when you really stop and think about it, like, what, what is, what is all this cash in the bank? What, what, for what? For security, for this, for that? I, I had a really, really profound experience a couple years ago as I was reading a book. I love reading and I love reading biographies. I love reading about, uh, I love real shit. I hate fiction. It's like, I love reading about people and their stories like, um, Barnum, like in Bailey, the circus and, 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 yeah. uh, He's the Rockefellers, the whole thing. And I'm reading a book. Um, it's Steve, like what Steve Jobs biography. And at the, I, I noticed this pattern at the end of all of these books, these are all models that we look at today, right? Like you got Inc 500 up here in your magazine and, 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 you know, fast company and all of this other stuff and all these people that have come before us that have built all of these things that we herald as like pioneers and leaders. 
But what's really interesting, if you go look at all of their books, like any of their, their memoirs, their biographies, every one of these, all of them, all of them say the exact same thing at the end of their book, like without fail. If I could go back and do it all over again, spend more time with my family, I would have done more shit that made me happy. None of them say, I wish I'd have worked 24 hours versus 20 hours. Not one. There's not one. Yeah. So I step back and I'm like, okay, Sean, like you think you're a smart dude, right? I think I'm a smart guy. Like I like to learn shit and whatever else. Here's all these fucking dudes, like all of these people that have come before you, that have like given you roadmaps. They've told you if I could go back and be 40 years old like me right now, they could trade spaces with me. They're on their deathbed, bro. They're writing their final fucking words. Mm. And the last thing all of these dudes say is if I could go back and trade places with you, Sean, and be sitting right here right now, I would have spent more time with my kids, my mm. family. I would have spent more time. And so like all of you listening right now, you got to ask yourself this question. Are you trying to do this shit for the gram? Are you trying to do this shit for Facebook? And be like, oh, check out my shit, son. Yeah. And I'm working 20 hours a day. And then you end up divorced. And then you end up unhappy. Right. And then you end up with a whole bunch of fucking shit, but nothing to show for it. Your kids don't know who you are. Your wife fucking hates you. She's banging the pool boy. Plus whoever and who, who knows else. <laughs> like you got to stop and really fucking think about it. These are smart motherfuckers that came before us. Yeah. Carnegie, Rockefellers, billionaires, Steve Jobs, Stephen Covey. And all of them say the same fucking thing. Mm. If I could go in places and go back. And so I try and think of myself as a smart human being. And I'm like, okay, do I want to be the same dude that writes the same fucking bullshit book? We're like, man, you know, I loved making a billion dollars. I got a B next to my name and I got a bunch of commas in my net worth and shit. And I write the same bullshit at the end, like, man, but if I could go back and be 40 again, I would have raced these races with my son. Mm. Like, I am 40. I'm in that spot. I'm exactly where they wish they were. I'm 42, brother. When did you, I when got you two turn choices. 40? When Trying you turn 40? you and him and him and him with this fucking racket bullshit. Look at my shit. Look at my shit. Look at my shit. I'm balling. I'm there and whatever. Or I do whatever the fuck I want right now. I race yeah. my truck and ride my horses with my daughter whenever the hell I want. And I yeah. do whatever the fuck I want because to me, my number one focus isn't on net worth and this. It's like, what's the quality of life that I'm building? Don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling dudes to go cash out their 401k, their IRA. But when I was down in uh, Baja last November racing the thousand, my son and I were standing there next to my truck and this dude came up and he's like, Hey man, I've been following you on social media. I love your stuff. I just want to let you know, like he knew my son's name. He's like, you must be Will. It came up to him the whole thing. And he's like, you know, I want to race this race. This has been on my bucket list. I want to race it with, with my son one of these times. And I'm like, well, why don't you? Well, they're in college and they're older and I got a business and we're kind of getting close to retirement and I got to really buckle down and make sure that I can retire. And I looked at him and I'm like, yo, I can introduce you right now to a company down here where all they do is bring dudes down here. You pay 15 grand and you get a buggy and you get a suit and a helmet and they will like support you and make sure that you start the Baja 1000 and finish the Baja 1000 unless you like kill yourself. I was like, it's 15 G's. I said, bro, let me ask you a real question. This is in front of my I'm like, would you even notice? Would you even notice if you didn't have 15 G's, if you was 15 G's lighter in your 401k or your IRA? And he's like, probably not. I said, and why don't you fucking race the deal? Because at some point in time, your body's going to be too old. Your mind's not going to be right. And you're going to go, shit. I wish I had to listen to that bearded motherfucker back in the day. Because then, then you, won't have a, you won't have an option at that point in time. Like you legitimately right. won't have the ability to do it. You can have all the motherfucking money in the world. Now you can't go race it. And like, that's the difference between like where I was, you know, 10 years ago and where I'm at now. And what I do with lions, not sheep is I help people build real fucking lives, man. Like yeah. real life, real life. Like what the fuck do you really want? Yeah. I mean, the only thing you can't go do this. And the only thing you can't buy is time. Right. So when you talk about the most valuable, and I just watched a, a Warren Buffett, Bill Gates video. Afford it to you. I'm sure you've seen it, but he talks about time, right? And he's like, listen, I can buy whatever the fuck I want, whatever I want. He said, but when you look at my calendar, the most the things that are most important to me is how I spend my time and who I spend it with, right? So the other thing I talk about, and I'm, I'm assuming you're aligned with me here too, is who's your tribe? Like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Because two things I thought that were interesting, and I agree with you said, is, hey, if your body is conditioned, if you're taking care of that engine, 
you feel better, you look better, you're going to perform better. Your mental health, your ability to perform is going to be better, right? Who you surround yourself with. Are they bringing you up? Are they supportive? Are they positive? Are they encouraging? These things help your mental state. Don't they, Sean? 100%, man. I mean, you don't look. You can, you, we're never going to have this peaceful, euphoric, we're all the same world that everybody thinks is going to happen. It's fucking stupid. It's against Mother Nature. It literally goes against every single scientific reality since the dawn of fucking creation. There's always going to be somebody at the top of totem pole. There's always going to be somebody in the middle, and there's always going to be somebody at the bottom. But let's talk real shit for a second. When you go to the gym and you see all the, the, the muscle heads, you don't see a bunch of fatties hanging around there. They just don't, <laughs> straight up. They're over in the corner, hiding on a treadmill, doing their shit, getting the half-ass effort in. And look, I'm not mocking people, bro. I'm just all about, like, at the end of the day, you have enough people around you, like, feeling sorry for you, patting your ass, going, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. If you're morbidly fucking obese, that shit needs to change. Yeah. If you're broke as fuck, living paycheck to paycheck, that shit needs to change. Yeah. You can't take your girlfriend, your wife, kids anywhere on this planet anytime you want first fucking class that shit needs to change yeah period so the reality is you look at wealthy (coughs) i don't hang out with a lot of fucking people that don't have that mindset because it sucks hanging out with them yeah totally they're gossip motherfuckers they just chat about and this and this and this person wronged me and that person wronged me and this shit wronged me and that i'm like oh shut the fuck up dude right well get your shit together yeah. Take accountability. They're victims. They're victims. And at the end of the day, it's hard for people to hear. Well, Sean, I have a thyroid problem, and I got a thing, and I got ripped off by a pop, a pop, a pop. Fuck off, man. Like, what are you doing right now? Are you bitching and moaning? Are you blaming somebody else? You can't blame McDonald's for being fat. You chose right. to eat that shit. Right. You want. You can't blame the market. I, dude, there are people, there are dudes probably listening to this that are still blaming the market crash of 2008 for why they're broke. Right. Bro, that was 11 fucking years ago. Well, and you got hit by that, right? Look at you. I You're lost fine. millions of dollars. Right. Millions. I went through bankruptcy. I personally guaranteed $12.5 million, and it fucking rocked me. Mm. And I had to go through bankruptcy. Straight up. But there are dudes still talking about that. Oh, man, I lost so much. Fuck off, right. dude. What are you talking about? But this is why your tribe is so damn important. Oh, is if you're hanging around with broke ass people, broke ass mindsets, gossipers, like there's literally, I will literally walk out of a room. I will inject, like you start talking shit about somebody and I'm like, I'm the first dude that stands up and says, you need to FaceTime that motherfucker and get them on the phone right now. Cause if you're going to talk shit about them now, talk that shit right to them now. Right. I can't be around that stuff, man. I can't yeah, be around it's, it's, that. It's, it's toxic, it right? I mean, in, in, you constantly hear, and this is why I love core four, right? With core four, you can have both, right? Because you, you, you this is what you typically hear. I'm and I've been there, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I've been there. I have, I missed the first six years of my son's life. I worked 20 hours, right? I, I got totally out of shape. I mean, all those things, right? So you always get the, well, I'm making so much money and everything, but I, I can't focus on my health because I'm hustling, right? Or, you know, I can't make that much money because it's work-life balance, right? You can if you fucking prioritize, right? Yep. That's what core yep. four is. Dude, that's what I, I tell people. What's the plan? I don't say it to brag. I don't say it to boast. I say it because guys like you, guys like me, understand this. I mean, if someone's doing something and it's working, you can't say that it doesn't work. You can't say, well, they're special. And I figured some shit out. Straight up, I'll just tell you, I figured some shit out. I get more done typically work two to three hours a day. I get more done in two hours than most people do in 10. Yeah, totally. I'm not special. I'm fucking dumb as shit. I, I dropped out of high school. I'm not a fucking rocket scientist. I grew up in a single parent home. Like no silver spoon. Nobody's giving me shit. Right. I have no special advantage. I didn't win the lottery. Like I'm not, I got severe ADHD. I'm chasing squirrels all day long. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is like, I started like experiencing some things and this is why coaching is so important and, and why I preach this and teach this and share this with everybody is like, find somebody doing what you want to be doing, pay them money Later. to teach you how they did it. I figured out how to be able to build a seven figure a year business, work two to three hours a day 
and doing whatever the fuck I want in between. Love it. Not connected to this right. 24-7 and actually having real relationships with people and be in really good fucking shape. You know, it, but, it works. Like, but, oh, Sean, you're special. Call me whatever the fuck you want. But yeah. perhaps you're lazy as shit and you just don't want to follow the blueprint and you want to hang out with your broke-ass friends and your broke-ass family or whatever, whatever. Because at the end of the day, like, success leaves clues. And oh. if you look at what people have done and what they're doing, like, you can do one of two things. If I want to become an e-com specialist, I go to the dudes that are crushing e-com and copy. I mean, where's, where's the book? Dude, Expert secrets. You know, you've read these, like, this is one of my favorite fucking books, man. Yeah. Austin yeah. Clayton wrote this book, Steal Like an Artist. Five people that are doing the shit that you want to be doing. Oh, Sean, I'm, you're different. I, I <laughs> love to race. I'd love to be able to go to the gym whenever I want. Cool. You want to? Yes or no? If you do, then buy this shit and do what it says to you. If you don't, then just keep making excuses and fuck off. Yeah, do this right. Do this right here. Yeah. Literally, I sh- Make it happen. Book. I give you the exact blueprint at the end of each chapter. Like literally do this now. Passion for relationships. Send a text message. But what most people do is go, well, you know, I can't really do that because she was a bitch. No, motherfucker. Send a text. Do you want the result? No. Great. Send a fucking text. Shut the fuck up. Don't say anything else. So we won't do that. Let me, let me ask you, what do you, because I, I, I firmly believe, like I have, I have a concept. I'm all fired um, up today, man. I'm all no, I, I love it. Listen, listen, I have a concept. So this was the first book I wrote. And I'm on my third book, Sean. Never written a fucking book, okay? But I think the difference between the guy that does it and who doesn't do it is just starting. It's taking action, right? I, I didn't know how to write a book, right? right? But I just, I just opened up the laptop and I started writing. I went out and found an editor. I went how to find a publisher and I just committed. I burned the ship. I committed and I started. But for some strange, like if people just did that, you would be successful. But for some reason, people don't start, right? Whether it's getting in shape, whether it's whatever it is, they don't want to start. Right. They sit there and go, well, writing a book is going to be hard or it's going to be expensive or I don't know how to spell or I, I never really did well in school and what am I going to talk about? And so they just contemplate and they wring their hands and you don't start. And that's, that's with everything. That's relationships, that's life, that's business, that's anything you want to do. So True. why do you think 99% of human beings don't start? We've been programmed to lie. Um, as a culture, as a society, as a people, we've been programmed to lie. We've been programmed to fit into the mold. That's hence the name of the company, Lions Not Sheep. Yeah. It's really easy to just Amen. find your way into the middle of this massive group of bitching, moaning, complaining people. Mm. Like, yeah, this feels warm because I don't have to stand. I don't have to do anything to be here. I just sit here. And yeah, their story is my story and their complaint is my complaint. And I truly believe, like, without going down the rabbit hole, I can go down the rabbit hole on this shit all day long. Like, like I believe in God, right? I can't explain it. You, you can't, no one can prove to me I that do God too. doesn't exist. And I can't prove to you that he does. I've seen three babies come out of a woman's vagina. And right. I, I, you can't convince me that that happened by a bunch of rocks just colliding in space. Right. There's got to be something out there. Can't prove it, but fuck off, whatever. Like, when you stop and really think about it, like, what are we here for? Mm. Like, we've been, we, ever since we were little children, we've been programmed, <laughs> programmed with religion, with secular education, with our schooling, with what our parents taught us. And our parents were taught the same way. Like, think about it, man. When we were little kids, sit down, quiet down, slow down, don't run, don't say anything that's going to offend anybody. So what are we taught to do as little children? Shut the fuck up and do as we're told. Mm. What happens if you do anything outside of the box? The the, the teacher calls your, your parents and like, little Johnny, he was running around. He drew a naughty picture on the board today. You went home and you got your ass whooped at home too. Yeah. So when you stop and think about like, why are we the way that we are as a culture and as a society? It's because this is how we've been programmed. We've been programmed by. Now, when I ask people this all the, all the time, I'm going to go speak to 600 people tomorrow in, in Texas. Are you a liar? No one's a liar. I'm not a liar. I don't lie about anything. Really? Right. Why do you hate your fucking life? Why do you hate your job? Why don't you do what you want to do? It's because you're a fucking liar. People mm. lie. 
we fit into this box we've been programmed to be like this is what normal is is inside this box this is what life should look like go to school get an education get a job work your way up a carpet ladder find a hot chick smash out a couple of kids build up that 401k and then you're 65 you can go ah we did it that sounds more like a fucking nightmare than it does a dream but that's right. the american dream that's what we're peddled to believe and so you know people literally have passions that, that are chefs that are cooks that make brilliant food and they'll never pursue that dream because they have to have the normal stability of health insurance and not and a, and a paycheck every two weeks and the thing that's crazy to me bro is like like some point in time, and this is like, this is real. I don't care who you are watching this on, because you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're straight, you're rich, you're poor. Every one of you motherfuckers is heading the same direction as me and you. We're headed towards death. We're, we're dying every single day. Mm. And people ask me all the time, like, what's your single greatest fear? My single greatest fear is something happening to one of my kids, right? One of my kids gets hit by a car or something big, you know, whatever, they get sick. But I've thought, I've thought about this since I almost took my own life. And like, the thing that I fear the most is getting to that place life like where I'm on my deathbed now chances are I'm never going to die on a deathbed I'm going to like blow myself up with too much tannerite and shooting guns one day or I'm going to drive my race off a cliff or some stupid shit like that but I just assume that I make it to my my deathbed the thing that scares me the most that I'm deathly afraid of is like at that point in time in life I don't have any options at that point in time in life, that's where real stuff like starts to come to your brain where most people that are there like try and gather their family and teach them everything they can and that one moment like oh shit Chase your dreams, kids. Like, go for the moon. Like, do whatever you feel like you want to do. And yet they've watched your ass for the last 50 years do the exact opposite. And the thing that I'm terrified of, at that moment, you don't have an option. See, if you're watching this right now, you woke up. Like, congratulations, you won the fucking lottery. Right. Not because you didn't blow your brains out or you're OD'd or whatever, whatever, but you woke the fuck up. Like, literally. Basically, your eyes open, your heart was still beating, your brain still worked. Somehow you have the electronic capacity to watch this shit with, 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 with this conversation. Like, you fucking the lottery, dude. Chick, whoever. Like, stop and think about that. It's crazy. You have another yeah. option. You have another day. Like, literally, the second you're listening to this, now there's another second. Mm. And another second just passed. And another second just passed. And what the fuck did you do with it? Like, when you start thinking this way and you start reprogramming. Yeah, it changes. I don't give a shit about my, my, I mean, my parents have nothing to do with my life. My neighbors have nothing to do with my life. This religion thing, right? Like, I mean, what the fuck am I here for? Like, what do I really want? Yeah. What do I really want to do with my life? And when you start shifting this mentality from like, this box might actually be exactly what we're supposed to get out of. Like, perhaps God put us here in this reality to get the fuck out of the box and to see how much we're willing to beg and borrow and steal and fight and claw our way out to actually find happiness because there's a reason that more men are killing themselves than ever before. Mm. Statistically, there's more men killing themselves today than during the Great Depression. There are more children on prescription drugs now than ever before in American history. There are more women addicted to antidepressants now than ever before in American history. Think about that. Yeah, it's crazy. Why? Yeah. It's not because we don't have anything better to do. It, 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 why? Because people are fucking miserable. Mm. People are literally miserable. They're sheep going, well, I'm 35, 40, 45. What the fuck am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. What do I have to show for it? This house in suburban neighborhood that looks like every other fucking house, a job that I can't stand, a 401k that's meager at best. What am I doing? So what do we do? Because we got to stay in the box, we just pop pills and we drink ourselves to oblivion or we fuck ourselves to oblivion. And then all of a sudden, it's like, now we're ready to die. Yeah, it's awful. It's so when you, when, for the- That was a really long answer to your question, man. No, 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 but, but it, was, it was deep and, and profound. I mean, it, it, it really is. So I, I've come to that realization, but I think a lot of people haven't, right? Yeah. So, but for the people that are stuck in that unfortunate reality, and, you know, what is the counsel you give them to say, listen- you can have it all, right? Because the, the thing people, they're scared to burn the ships. They're scared to commit. They're scared to leave that job, right? right. You know, it, money I found is, is the thing that people that will not 
part with, right? They're too scared to balance that. So what is the advice to say, hey, yo, in the shitty job that you're working 70 fucking hours a week that you hate, that you're missing your kids' soccer games, that you're not being able to go on date nights with your wife, what's the advice to you to tell them, hey, you can balance it. You can still have that financial stability and here's how you get it. Because that's the, that's the question, right? I mean, that's the big question. It's the simplest answer, man. Like, I want you to, like, I'm going to say one thing about this really quick. People will literally go to college and they'll spend 75, 100, $150,000 yeah. to get a degree that in most cases they never use. They go, they get a degree in psychology and they go be fucking pharmacist or they, 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 they start an accounting company. Like, I want you to think through that for a second. You're willing to spend five, six years of your life and tens of thousands of dollars and somebody like comes along and says, hey, I've got an online group, mastermind group called the Lion's Den. You mentioned at the beginning. We have hundreds of people in this. And this conversation that we're having right now, this is what I teach all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And it's 150 bucks a month. And be like, oh my God, hundred. I never spend that kind of money. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you'll spend 100K on a dog shit diploma that you've never used, but to literally learn real skills can help you leave your shit job Get your fat ass into shape. 150 bucks is what? Right. And this is what's fucked. This is the box, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. people look at me and they're like, you're crazy. Perhaps I am crazy. But perhaps I'm the normal one because I do whatever the hell I want. Right. Is that crazy or is that normal? In my world, it's normal because what was crazy for me is doing what I was told because it led me down a path of depression and destruction. Yeah. So perhaps this is the norm. And so when you stop and think about it, all of you watching this right now, maybe you're fucking bitch but you hate this maybe you're poor but what I, it, I don't know where you are but it doesn't matter it's a uniform principle across the board done and done right well, oprah already is a billionaire what does she need to spend money on tony robbins for because she wants more yeah there's more there is no top i'm gonna make it to the top i'll see you there bitch there's no top <laughs> what right. I, one of my good friends is the number four chick in the on the planet took fourth in mr olympia She's the fittest chick out there. And the funniest thing to remember is every time she comes back from a competition, she's like, I got to do this better and this better. And so I'm like, you're fucking killing the whole world. Right. You're like the most fit chick on the planet. <laughs> and she's like wanting more. So when you really stop and think about it, like what people can do literally right now, this very second, is surround themselves with better people. Mm. People that talk different, that think different. Like this conversation, some people are like riveted because they think I'm crazy. And I'm like, well, I'm, this dude's running on or whatever yeah i got a little bit of caffeine in me whatever this is how i am all the time man but there are some days where i'm like fuck off i don't want to talk to anybody and that's real life like i, I get up i get down the whole thing yeah. but at the end of the day i realize something like i've got one shot and every day that goes by that i'm not doing what it is that i want to do is i'm, I'm one day closer to death and not mm -hmm. being able to do that people literally right listening to this right now like you've got to join a group or hire a coach or find somebody or something that's where you want to be, mm. where you want to go and get there, go there, pay whatever you got to pay. This dude's he wouldn't even notice if 15K wasn't in his 401k, he wouldn't even know. Right. But he will, there will be a point in time where now he can't race that race. And so if you're watching this, if you're not living the life, I, I don't know what having it all means. There's a lot of guys that say, you know, I heard you say that. And I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying like, I don't really know what, having it all means like I wake up every single day and I'm like, you know, I have, I have my day plans. I got, you know, my annual goals and where I want to be and the whole thing. But like, I wake up every day and I'm like, I have this to work to do to be able to accomplish my targets. And I'm like, what do I want to do? Do I feel like riding my Harley? Do I feel like, you know, go, like go into a movie, taking a nap? What do I want to be? Like, do I want to watch some videos and learn some shit? But people literally right, right now, like, the definition of insanity is banging your head against the wall over and over and over again, trying to get a different result. Right. If you've been doing it for you the same way and you're not where you want to be, you've got to do some shit different. And it might be hard. It might be weird. You dude, people, you listen to that Sean Whalen guy. He's a fucking nut job. He, he is a nut job, but you know what? Like, what if it's right? What if it is? What if what you and I are talking about is actually like normal? And all of this other shit is not normal. Right. You see what I'm saying? 
no, it is. You have to be able to reframe. You have to be able to look at things differently. And like, I, I do this all the time with, with clients, like speaking. I, I sit in front of a thousand people, I held up a can of Coke, right? And I opened this question up to the audience. I said, what is this? Like, what is this right now? Can you judge? What is this? It's an energy drink. Okay. It's a billboard. Yeah. How many people watching this thought that I'd say billboard? It's a can. It's carbonated, right. whatever. Yeah. It's sugar. It's, it's, it's a fucking billboard. Yeah. See, this is my point. Is, is when you look at this, I, I held up a can of Coke from a thousand people. Nobody said Billboard. Yeah. Coke is the most recognized brand on the planet because it's yeah. fucking smart. Why do you think, oh shit, it is a Billboard. Every time I'm drinking this, I'm advertising Coke to everybody around me. Yeah. And you start looking at life that way and realize that like, it is normal to quit your job and start a business. There's millions of people that have done it very successfully. You're not any different. You just don't have the skill set, the balls maybe, or the knowledge of how to do it. So go be around people that have, learn, absorb, and then fuck, take action. Yeah, it's amen. It's literally that simple. Yeah, no, it, 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 it is that simple. I mean, I, I, I totally agree with that concept. You have to commit, you've got to take massive action. Um, but so Sean, when somebody, the majority of people don't even know they're there, Right, they don't know that they're here. Right, we keep talking about the box. They don't know that they're in the box. Right. So, what is what is the test somebody could do, or does he, or is there a test that they come to that realization that holy shit, I'm in the fucking box? You, is there you know. is there a way? Everyone knows. You know, if you're watching me, if they've been, if they're following you, or they're following me on social, or you spend any given time like watching people that are doing you want to be doing you know you yeah. know and that was my part that was when i talk about lying i knew i wasn't happy mm. i had all the things that determined success i had all of the shit but i knew i wasn't happy but when people asked me how you doing man what did i say i'm good bro i'm good right yeah exactly. because it wasn't normal to talk about the fact that i wasn't why because right. what do you do with men oh, yeah male yeah i'm yeah. good and then we blow our brains out Oh, I didn't even know Bob was unhappy, man. Yeah, I saw him the other day. We drank some coffee by the water cooler, and we were just talking about the Lakers game. Yeah. Problems. We're talking about the Lakers game and not real shit happening in life. Yeah. So when you stop and really step back and think about it, like, you know, you, you, you have to tell the truth. Like, what do you really want? Right. Like, what do you really want? I had a client of mine who ended up making some really bad decisions in his marriage. He ended up cheating on his wife, um, and, and it all revolved around sex and religious community and the whole thing and 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 he wanted to be out there he wanted crazy he wanted whatever right and he came to me and, and it was on the verge of like losing his whole life and the whole deal and i said go tell your wife the truth like, tell her what you really fucking want and he's like bro yeah. if i tell her that she'll leave me like i just want to be more excited i want to be yeah. out there and literally no shit he comes home from the lion's not sheep experience and takes his wife out and they're having this conversation she was willing to play ball. She's like, I know you made some mistakes and I'm willing to be, you know, stand by your side and I don't want this to end, which was really noble of her. And he ends up telling her all of this stuff. And she's like, I'll never forget him calling me the next day and saying, dude, like she, she kind of laughed and then said, yeah, I want all the same things. It's awesome. But they're living in this box that this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what normal is. Mm. I'm in a religious culture and, I can't say fuck and I can't talk about this and oh I can't say blowjob oh yeah but he's fucking doing it like that's madness it's yeah. madness yeah you know what I'm saying like tell the fucking truth man what do you really want? every one of you motherfuckers watching this what do you want yeah like, what do you really want yeah then go awesome. do that be around people that are willing to help you go do that. this is what I this is what I do in the lion's den is we talk about core four every single week I teach, I coach it because it's just a mastery. It's repetition. Right. So, Sean, I know you've got – we talked uh, before this. you got a couple big things coming up. What, what's all going on in Sean's world that the audience needs to know about? I did everything. I got, um, I got an app that I'm getting ready to, to, to launch um, uh, called Meters. It's going to be really cool. It's the anti-social media, which is going to be really, really fun. Never been in the tech space before, so it's been quite an adventure for me. I had this idea a couple of years ago. I finally pulled the trigger on it last year and built it. Uh, we did a Sweet. soft launch about a month ago and people loved it. So we're finalizing everything. We're going to have that out here in the next uh, 
30 days or so, which is, I'm really pumped about. And Lions Not Sheep experience, you know, a lot of, a lot of coaching, a lot of live events. I speak quite a bit and, and uh, I'm getting ready to start uh, the second book, um, which I'm really pumped about. So that's awesome. Where, where, where are you speaking tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to be in Dallas. I'm going to be at Ryan Stuman's event. Well, actually, it's Wednesday. I speak Wednesday. Um, I'm flying down there tomorrow, but I speak at Ryan Stuman's event. Dude, I'm in fucking Dallas. Well, then what are we doing, man? Bring some fucking cigars. Yeah, yeah. Let, cigars. Let's, let's definitely get together. Let, let, let me know. Um, even if you need a, a, a pickup from the airport or whatever, or a place Dude, to I, crash. I, I, go, I fly out tomorrow. I still haven't even booked my flight. I haven't booked, like, I don't, I buy tickets typically the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm, I definitely, let's definitely connect there. So sure. we'll, we'll connect offline. But so as we come to a close here, and this has been a fucking great um, podcast, what, Talk about uh, the daily ritual, right? I know it's in the book. And then the one piece of advice you'd give the audience. Uh, daily rituals are, are you somebody successful and I'll show you somebody that has daily rituals, period. End of story. Like if Jesus came and knocked on my door at 8.30 in the morning, I'd make him wait till nine. Like that's how important my morning is. Between the time I wake up at six o'clock to 9 a.m., it's my time. Like I'm ruthlessly committed to that. And it, awesome. it might half an hour for somebody it might be an hour might be whatever but if you don't start your day the right way there's a reason your day ends up shitty and then you just parlay it into coming home being an asshole and it's just it's just a domino effect um and what was your second question daily ritual and then what uh advice oh advice uh get out of the box number one tell the truth man like It's not, it's not as weird as you think. Like a lot of people think you, 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 that the ideas floating around, they're not that weird. I travel the world speaking and I can tell you that they were not, you know, you think you're an Island. You're watching this. You don't know how bad my divorce was or how much this hurts or how scared I am of that. Like motherfucker, there's 7 billion people. There's a, the, like there are clubs online for beanie babies, like that have millions of people. Like it's, yeah. you're not weird. What's weird is like lying and pretending that you're good when you're not. Yeah. So number one, tell the truth. And number two, surround yourself. Like you literally have the option right now as you're watching this to make a decision, like to choose, to join, to, to, to hire a coach. Like you got to fucking get some different shit in here. Mm. My favorite book is As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. If I could be stranded on an island, I know my book's great. As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And he talks about this being a garden and he's like, it's going to grow something. Right. If you don't put good seeds in there and you don't nourish it and you don't you know, take care of it, you're just going to get weeds mm. at the end of the day. If you put plant good things in here, like a single greatest investment you can make is in yourself, not your 401k, not an insurance plan, not a, you like you are the producer of everything. If you're not investing heavily in your mind, mm. question why you're not getting different results or big results because you're not putting anything in here. So tell the fucking truth, be radically honest with like where you are, what you want, Surround yourself with people that will help you like get even further down that rabbit hole and fucking invest in your mind, man. Invest in your mind. Yeah, I love it. All right, brother. So where uh, for anybody that's not following you, where uh, where's the best place to follow you? Lions.sheep.com, SeanWhalen.com. Okay, cool. And for everybody that's not following me, JudgeGram.com, at JudgeGram, at JudgeGramBusiness. Sean, it's been a fucking pleasure, man. I've loved this. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Make it happen. Later.